The Sherry Group Podcast, presented by The Sherry Group, LLC. Yes, welcome to the podcast. My name is Drew Demery. I am so thankful that you're joining us for The Sherry Group Podcast. I'm joined here once again by my co-host, David Sherry. Dave, how you doing? I'm doing great, Drew. Thanks for asking. It is a beautiful spring day in Iowa. People are out. Uh, I see people walking through the park in the backyard and just a nice spring type of day. It's hard not to be good. Yeah, I, I feel you there. It's very sunny, a little windy, but I'll take the sun and all of our snow is melted. It's very nice here in eastern Iowa. It's starting to feel a little bit like camp is right around the corner. Yeah, so we are starting a brand new series here on the Sherry Group podcast, and it's all about storytelling and hearing from camp directors and camp professionals and a meaningful story from their own career. It might be fun, it might be inspirational, but really we just uh, are looking for some of those unique stories that camp directors have. And so today we have with us Travis Allison. Travis, welcome to the podcast. It is great to have you on. Well, it's a privilege to be here. I'm honored. Yeah. So Travis, tell us just a little bit about yourself. Where are you coming from? What are you doing? Sure. Absolutely. I am based out of Ontario, Canada, and I grew up at camp here. I went to the camp that my grandparents and my mom and her brothers went to. Then after college, I got recruited to go kind of save a camp. I have a feeling that the camp board that hired me at 23 to be a full-time camp director did not expect the camp to survive, that I was kind of a, a last pass. And I ended up being a director there for 15 years. After my first summer, I recruited my friend Beth to come and help me and be my co-director. And she and I co-directed together for 10 years before life changes happened. And we started to date and eventually got married at camp. So camp is uh, incredibly important to my family uh, in all generations. So big part of our life, that's for sure. We own a company called Go Camp Pro, and we provide professional development for camps and online classes and things. We also do consulting and strategy around marketing and communications, as well as Beth's specialty in doing community building with staff. Um, we run that out of Canada, have clients all over the world now, and uh, we also have a, a bunch of our own podcasts. We just started our seventh podcast in the summer camp field, so... We're excited to be a part of this medium and the Camp Parker podcast now that that I host with two long-term friends and a new co-host is uh, entering its 11th year of talking about camp on the internet. That's fantastic. You've had a huge impact on the camping industry, not only Camp Hacker, but the Summer Camp Facebook page, Summer Camp Pro page that you started, mm -hmm. and uh, just all the work on marketing and everything else you've been a part of. So thank you for your involvement. Yeah, of course. Yeah. And so Travis, you've got some great experience. You mentioned some great stories. Today, you're joining us to tell us a story about kind of how it all began, what inspired you and, and what got you going down this road. I would love to hear that story. Yeah, hundred um, percent. As I said, I grew up at a, a camp that my, my grandparents went to. It was a real pleasure of mine when I was in college and could spend four months at camp. I was given charge of looking through a drawer and pulling out old photos and saw a picture of my grandfather when he was 16 at our, at our camp. But my specific story that I, that I was thinking about when you had to put out the call with this question is something that has had huge impact on my life and something that I would make a point of always talking to my staff about and reminding them of this experience. And when I was 13 years old, I went to camp for six days a year. 
like a lot of us had a huge, big, much bigger impact than the amount of time that I spent there. But I didn't feel like I fit in in a lot of the places. I grew up in a small village. Everybody was super into sports and that wasn't me. I was the kid who read one book walking out to meet the school bus and was reading a second book by the time I was walking home. And I just never felt like I had a, a place. But this that summer when I was at camp when I was 13, my counselor, Ian McLean, just one afternoon after lunch, during rest hour, just asked if he could speak to me outside. And uh, I was super nervous. I thought I was going to get in trouble for something. I couldn't imagine having done anything. But he just took me outside. And I remember sitting there in the sun. I know exactly what cabin I was in, uh, all of that. And he just sat me down and, and he said eight words to me that have led me to be sitting on this call today. When I was 13, Ian said to me, Travis, you will be a great camp counselor. And that was the first time that I really felt noticed and appreciated by someone who wasn't a parent or a teacher. It happened to be a person that I looked up to, my camp counselor, who I looked up to so much and always appreciated just the kindness that he showed me and just did that making me feel noticed when I really needed it. And I have always made a point of passing that on to my staff that you may not understand what impact you have just by making kids feel noticed. Now, I was lucky enough to get asked to, to speak on a TED stage in Pittsburgh and told the story. And so I, you know, I went back to my old camp where the executive director of the camp I grew up at was one of my campers. I, I talked to Teresa and, and said, do you have any way of contacting Ian? And she put me in touch. And so I've talked to him about the story. He has no recollection at all <laughs> of this moment. Completely changed my life. Um, and in so many ways has Ian's little thing, I think has had a huge impact on the camp industry because I, there's no way I would be in this call today. There's no way go camp pro would have happened. Uh, had it not been for that moment of Ian seeing something in me that I didn't see in myself and taking the time to say something and five seconds and here we sit. That's an incredible story. I love that story. You know what? It's probably a story that's a lot more common than we give it credit for that maybe not even just those exact words but the idea of somebody that is so important to you recognizing you and camp is so great at that whether it's some cool college age counselor that you look up to or mm -hmm. director but those little moments really make an impact and you're right I don't imagine Ian had well intentions and good intentions by speaking to you but probably had no idea as to the breadth of what it was that he had done and how important that was not only to you, but to all the different people that then you spread it on to. That's a, that's a cool story, Travis. Well, I think about all of the staff that we worked with over 15 years, all of the kids that we served at camp. And I don't think any of that would have happened if it not had been for this, like honestly, five seconds of my life has put me on this path. So small, but so incredibly impactful. Travis and Dave, we're going to take just a quick break here to hear from our sponsor, and then we'll jump back into this awesome conversation. Contact the Sherry Group today for all of your fundraising, development, and training needs. www.thesherrygroupllc.com. Thank you. All right, cool. We are back now with the Sherry Group Podcast. I am Drew Demery, joined by 
David Sherry. And our guest, Travis Allison, was telling us about this amazing story that he had when he was 13 years old at camp with his camp counselor, Ian, and how um, just that short amount of genuine connection has gone on to create an entire career that has impacted, I would say, tens of thousands of people now. Ian made such an impact on you, and now it's gone on to snowball, and it's created such a magical effect across you know, thousands and thousands of people and it's inspired your career and mm -hmm. you've gone on to inspire other people. Travis, I've got to tell you that I've got a similar story. Yeah, yeah. My story isn't nearly as positive. I had a camp counselor when I was probably 10, who was the worst, the absolute worst. And he showed me what a camp counselor shouldn't be. And you know what? That inspired me to be better than him. The opposite. Yeah. Um, so Travis, have you had any other moments like that in your career that you felt like, oh, this is kind of a small moment, but actually it was a big moment. I mean, I count myself incredibly lucky that at times when I needed it, there have been adults who were outside of my immediate family who noticed me and saw something in me that I didn't see in myself. So, you know, that happened a number of times. And yeah, it, it, I think in the end, so much it comes back to, and this is as it relates to camp, it's stuff we need to make sure that we talk to our staff about and make them practice what Ian did was not an act of, I'm going to change this kid's life. It was just because Ian was kind and that's just his nature. And I think we can really get more moments out of summer camp when we have our staff understand what it means to be kind, what it means to notice people and make them practice that. So back to your question, Drew, there have been so many moments where somebody that I looked up to was kind to me that, as I say, when I needed it. And um, just set me, just change my path just a tiny little bit. And I, you know, forever grateful to those people. And I know that there are lots of people who haven't had that kind of experience, which is why I think it's so incredibly important that we talk to camp staff about the value of creating those experiences. And if you don't mind, one other thing that, that sticks out that I has always stuck with me about camp experiences. When I was on senior staff at Camp Kinto, where I grew up, uh, I had been away from camp leading a trip. I came back on a Thursday night. And so those kids would have been at camp since Sunday. They would have been at camp for five days. And I recognized a kid who was obviously in a cabin group. It was a closing campfire at the end of the night. We'd just kind of gotten in and just went in to sit on a campfire because the music was nice and, was, you know, my favorite moment in the camp day. And so I saw this, these kids sitting with their counselor and I pulled the counselor aside and I, you know, I said, is that is that kid David Chesney? Because it was a kid that I recognized from my church that I grew up at, but he was a lot younger than me. So I knew his name, but I didn't know him, but I just recognized him. And I said, is that kid David Chesney? And this camp counselor on a Thursday, when he'd had these kids for five days said to me, I don't know. Oh no. <laughs> so, you know, that is a practice. When you work for us, you practice learning and using names and calling kids by their names and you practice spending a couple of seconds a day just talking to each kid individually. I think it's a, I mean, it's certainly a camp director problem when you think about a, working with the staff, but it's a, a counselor problem too when you're looking after eight other people's kids and you're constantly doing the head count and you're kind of corralling them and moving them from place to place and trying to make it fun, but that you see them as a group, you don't see them as individuals. And so, you know, we put into a place, a lot of practices in when we were camp directing to make sure that they spoke to each kid every day, just a quiet, how are you doing? Are you having fun? What's your favorite part of today? What'd you learn? 
all those good camp counselor questions, we just made that a, a practice, mandatory practice because of those two very opposite experiences that I had at camp. Yeah, I think there's a lot of lessons that, that come out of the story that you shared about Ian and, and the story you just shared about Dave, that not only for our campers, but hold true as uh, for us adults as well, um, all the way through my career and even still today. It's very easy for a professional at, at any level in their career, whether you're a summer staff, first time leader, or somebody that's been in the career for 20 plus years. It's easy to get a feeling of not being appreciated when, when you're not being noticed. And not that we do this for recognition, but everybody needs some encouragement and uh, some kindness. And the flip side is even today, when people go out of their way to be kind to me, it, it lifts me up. I think that's just a great message that Ian set in motion for you. And I kind of wish we had Ian on. I'd love to get <laughs> a chance to, to meet him and, and thank him for the impact that he's had. I also think that we need to really make sure that when we're training our staff, that they understand the value that they carry to these kids. They need to believe that they have the, truly the ability to have a positive influence on somebody and equally the power to have a negative influence. And sometimes getting uh, 18 to 20 something year olds to understand that can be a challenge because if they haven't experienced that themselves yet, it's a hard Thing to wrap your brain around as a young person. Yeah. Once they do understand and have that experience themselves, it's, they can look for that, those moments then and, and give those moments to other people. I think for young camp counselors, they think that camp is fun, right? It's, it's just fun. We're going to go to archery. We're going to have fun at archery. We're going to go on a hike and have fun. Well, actually you can go on to archery and on a hike and make it meaningful and connect. It doesn't just have to be fun. You can take that a step further and really make an impact in the kid's life. I've seen that a, a number of different times in a number of different ways. And I think that, yes, it's, it's hard to teach somebody who comes to you when they're 18, um, you know, that they might be new to your camp community. It's a change, but that level of intention is incredibly important because of the impact. Um, I was on a, another call today and, and talking about how one of the, the biggest lessons of working with my wife, Beth, as a camp director is that she's one of the most incredibly intentional people I've ever seen. And that meant that our community that built around our camp, around kindness and noticing people and, and um, you know, never making, having people feel left out, kids embodied that from the time that they were little. And that meant when they would, you know, finish high school and apply to camp, they're already in that mentality. They already had that. This is, you know, this is how we are at camp together. So it was sometimes challenging for people to come in to get that, but we knew that we had to prepare them for it. This is a tight-knit community that's grown up. I'm specifically hiring you because I we want new ideas every summer, but it's there's going to be challenges because it's sometimes if you're not used to it, it's exhausting being that intentional every day. We had one of our all-star staff members, greatest of all time, who joined us when she was in third or fourth year college. And, um, you know, just did something that she, happened at her camp when she grew up. And, you know, Beth and I camp directed long enough together that we could just look at each other and knew what was going on. And so she finished this skit at Campfire that we thought wasn't super camp appropriate. 
And so we talked to her after us and, and she just, and she started to cry. She's like, there are so many rules here. We're like, no, no, there are not like, there are four rules here. Um, you know, is it safe for other people? Are you building self-esteem? Um, is it good stewardship of the environment? Are you being a servant to others? Are you putting other people first? Um, those are the only four rules. And after that, she's like, okay, I get it. We'd prepped her with all this. It was just one of those little things that she went back to something that she thought was funny when she was a kid, but it didn't fit. And that can be overwhelming, but you know, every year it just meant we were more and more intentional about this is how camp people behave. Yeah. It's about building a, it's about building a culture. Right? Yeah. Trying to build a culture for, for your camp community. And, and Ian started building that culture when you were 13 years old. And probably was, it was probably built before that. Well, hundred percent. Our camp director, when I was growing up, his name was Bob Ferris, one of my lifetime heroes. And Bob put that in place for his camp counselors. And that's how it came to me from Ian. That's wonderful. Well, thanks for sharing your time today with us, Travis, and for sharing that story. Appreciate it. Not only because it's a great story and has a powerful message, but our friendship is relatively new, just really getting to know each other and develop a relationship here over the last year or so. And uh, I appreciate us getting to know you a little bit more and understanding a little bit more of your background. So thanks for sharing that. It's awesome. I'm so grateful to be here. Yeah. Thanks, Dave. Thanks, Travis. My name is Drew Demery. This has been the Sherry Group Podcast. Thank you listeners for listening. We will see you again very soon. Thank you for listening.